January 22nd. Our reading today in the New Testament will be from the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verses 13 through 36. There are some principles here in this passage of Scripture that I don't want you to miss. First principle is this, tell it to Jesus. The disciples of John the Baptist were stunned, so they shared their grief with Jesus. Life will bring its disappointments, no doubt, and you got to learn how to handle them. Jesus will help you. Another principle, not only tell it to Jesus, but bring it to Jesus. The twelve said, send them away, but Jesus said, bring what you have to me. Give him your all, and he'll use it to meet the need. He can do the impossible with whatever is wholly given to him. So give it all to him, withholding nothing. You can even bring to him people who need his touch. Another principle we'll read about here in Matthew 14 is look to Jesus. Some storms come because of our disobedience. But this one came because they obeyed Jesus. Peter did walk on the water. But when distracted by dangers around him, he took his eyes off Jesus. We look to Jesus by faith when we trust His Word. So beware of distractions. And now, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. January 22nd, Matthew chapter 14, verses 13 through 36. As soon as Jesus heard the news, He went off by Himself in a boat to a remote area to be alone. But the crowds heard where He was headed, and followed him by land from many villages. A vast crowd was there as he stepped from the boat, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. That evening the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and it is getting late. Send the crowds away, so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus replied, That isn't necessary. You feed them. Impossible, they exclaimed. We have only five loaves of bread and two fish. Bring them here, he said. Then he told the people to sit down on the grass. And he took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and asked God's blessings on the food, breaking the loaves into pieces. He gave some of the bread and fish to each disciple, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted, and they picked up twelve baskets of leftovers. About five thousand men had eaten from those five loaves, in addition to all the women and children. Immediately after this, Jesus made his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. Afterward, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to them, walking on the water. When the disciples saw him, they screamed in terror, thinking he was a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. It's all right, he said. I am here. Don't be afraid. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, Tell me to come to you by walking on water. All right, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. But when he looked around at the high waves, he was terrified and began to sink, 
Save me, Lord, he shouted. Instantly, Jesus reached out his hand and grabbed him. You don't have much faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? And when they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshipped him. You really are the Son of God, they exclaimed. After they had crossed the lake, they landed at Gennesaret. The news of their arrival spread quickly throughout the whole surrounding area, and soon people were bringing all their sick to be healed. The sick begged him to let them touch even the fringe of his robe, and all who touched it were healed. Psalm 18, verses 37 through 50. We'll read about God's gentleness. God did many things to make David a great soldier, but his gentleness made David what he was. God was doing more than winning wars. He was building character. It humbled David to think that God would condescend to call him, equip him, and help him. We'll read about God's exaltedness. David did not take credit for his victories. No, he gave all the glory to the Lord. Whatever David had, God gave it to him. Whatever he was, God made him. Whatever he did, God enabled him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Psalm 18, verses 37 through 50. I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. You have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. You made them turn and run. I have destroyed all who hated me. They called for help, but no one came to rescue them. They cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer them. I ground them as fine as dust carried by the wind. I swept them into the gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You appointed me as the ruler over nations. People I don't even know now serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they submit. Foreigners cringe before me. They all lose their courage and come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted. He is the God who pays back those who harm me. He subdues the nations under me and rescues me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies. You save me from violent opponents. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing joyfully to your name. You give great victories to your king. You show unfailing love to your anointed, to David and all his descendants forever. I was just looking for fast life and I got mixed up in drugs. I ended up getting caught and I was sentenced to uh, prison life. But before I went, you know, I had an understanding of the Lord. I just didn't live it. And then once I got in prison, it gave me all the time I needed to study. Through my study, I realized that the Lord has blessed me with the talents of uh, being a mechanic. And once upon my release, I continued. And I asked the church if they could help me 
He detailed that he needed some help with his first month's rent to start his business. And while we don't normally help people with businesses, we, we felt it a worthy uh, calling that Alfonso could not only uh, support himself with this, but he could help other people uh, through his ministry. So they had uh, gave me a, a, a check and uh, I applied it to the lease and it's been going ever since then and that's going on nine years. Well, I know in the scripture it says to, to, to honor everything that you do as you're doing it for the Lord. So every morning I pray about my customers. I pray about my work. If I come into some kind of uh, problem that I can't fix, I'll stop and I'll pray about it and I'll just put it in God's hands and it just seems like He's there helping me. Most of the people come here, they're either hurting financially or they have gone through something similar that I've gone through. I was having vehicle troubles. I was having trouble with money at the time. Couldn't find a place to look at my vehicle. I ended up stumbling across this shop and I just came right on in and I told him my situation. We just got to talking. He started telling me about how he's a Christian, how he's changed his life. and. He ended up showing me how to build a motor from scratch and asking me if I could come to work for him. I just fell in love with him as like a father figure. He's just a great person. He's a great person to work for. I go home knowing every day that if I have a problem, I have somebody to call. I was going through a really bad addiction to heroin. I was going to rehab at the same time and he kind of was my extra support. He really has helped me stay sober and get me through it. And he's was interested in knowing how much mechanic knowledge I had and I told him I wanted to learn more and he said well if you want I'd be more than happy to employ you as well and you kind of be by my side and hand me tools and just watch and then once we get to a place where you have enough knowledge we can start fixing cars together. Uh, one day he handed me two keys and said these are yours I'm going to make you manager of the shop. He is so supportive and so helpful. I can't even thank him enough. I feel like this business is the Lord's and I believe he just entrusted me with everything that I have. And he has opened all kinds of opportunity and doors for me. And, and uh, if it consists of working in an automotive field to help people, that's what I'll do. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. If you live a life guided by wisdom, you won't limp or stumble as you run. Carry out my instructions. Don't forsake them. Guard them, for they will lead you to a fulfilled life.